Hey, welcome to Pro Football Ireland on this Sunday. Why are we recording on Sunday, you're asking? It's just because I want to talk about these games from last night. Um, obviously, before we talk about the Jaguars getting into the playoffs and the Chiefs winning what can only be described as the equivalent of the time that Real Madrid played Shamrock Rovers in 2009. That, that, that was the standard of competition last night. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we'll get to our guests. We'll get to our co-hosts. Um, obviously, Michael McQuaid here. Delighted to be joined by Mark Hogan, Michaela Fagan, Mark uh, Kajemar Tatu. Good morning. Good morning. I can't believe that we've started off referencing the Rovers game, <laughs> Ronaldo's debut for Real Madrid. That was more competitive game, to be fair. Like. Uh, yeah, no, the Chiefs game, Chiefs looked after business yesterday, and it's kind of like when we're talking about, I'm excited to talk about the Jags game, but like there's going to be a season, an off season to talk about the Raiders and the Chiefs got business done. I do have to kind of, you know, we're doing a podcast and I was thinking, oh, what are we, we going to say about the Chiefs? But it's like, in fairness, I went into the season and I said they're gonna miss the my hot take going into the year was that they're gonna miss the playoffs. I thought that the AFC was competitive and I didn't trust in their players. They're going into the playoffs now with the one seed for the third time in five years. Patrick Mahomes will continue to play all of his playoff games that aren't the Super Bowl in Arrowhead. He's had nine in his season to date, and it's gonna be number ten at home. Their record, you know, is, it speaks for itself. Michaela, how's the form? Uh, obviously, emotional Sunday as as we speak. It's the uh, it's the last red zone of the year coming up in a few hours. I guess people might might be listening to this on a Monday morning, but um, yeah, it's hard to believe we're in the last week of the season. We're we're on the road to the playoffs now. Have you booked the Arizona flights yet, or what's the? Oh what's my the god! Crack? If you keep bringing up Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> do um, it. I I would I would jump on a plane in a heartbeat. We'll see what happens, but um. I am so sad that the the season is ending because you know yourselves like I know the NFL keeps you entertained throughout the whole year with the the draft in April and the free agency it's always so entertaining but then kind of when it gets after the draft and kind of the free agency ends you have those kind of two months of and kind of the end of the summer where you're like please just bring the football back and yeah the I, I know we have the playoffs to look forward to but it's gonna be really sad especially with the red zone because we all love red zone you know um ad free football you get to see all the matches you get to see all the big plays um and we had started off the weekend great at least we had we had the games on saturday as well so we started off the weekend very well we had two good games you got the chiefs who uh, annihilated the raiders which we all probably expected and then but i have to be impressed i always say the chiefs don't have a complete unit but i have to say they all played very well yesterday like they won by 31 points um and the Jaguars, so happy for them, you know, being hadn't having the worst record last year, and now they're nine and eight and have their division div, division title. Like, good on them! Like, I'm rooting for them in the playoffs in the AFC. Uh, obviously, a massive thanks before we start off chatting about just a massive thanks to everyone that's got a ticket to uh, to see Jeff Reinbold um, from Sky Sports and many other avenues in Belfast or or Dublin, and um, and Dante Hall as well. Um, who's in Dublin on the 28th of January. More information is at profootball.ie. I can exclusively reveal on this podcast, because I haven't told these two co-hosts this, um, Richard Graves from Sky Sports NFL, NFL Network, is going to MC Jeff Reinbold's events in Dublin and Belfast. So uh, there's wow. at, at the time of recording, there's only four tickets left for Dublin. So uh, I can't get you in. Do not DM me the night before. I cannot sneak you in. It's literally... Uh, it's the one show boat and um, obviously a massive thanks to the Wallshed in Dublin for that and the big thanks to the Brewdog at Dublin Docks for their help 
um, with Dante Hall. It's an exciting few weeks ahead, and we're and we're really really excited for it. Let's do a quick roundtable then, because Michaela mentioned that the that the Chiefs mark obviously won what thirty one to to thirteen against the Raiders. Um, is there anything that you want to say about this game? For me, the only <laughs> thing I will say is um, I really think the coverage from ESPN this year has been up a level. And um, I used to not really enjoy the ESPN games. And I, I have to say with like Joe Buck, um, Troy Aikman in one sense, that Titans-Jaguars game, but Laura Rutledge, Dan Orosky and the crew and all at ESPN, I think it's really, really improved this year for, for the NFL. Um, that plus the dancing segment, and that's pretty much all I have to take away from this game. Um, it was a weird strategic option to put this game on a Saturday at nine o'clock, our time, obviously. I guess, you know, nobody's really talking about this, but it must have just been ESPN looking to have Mahomes for that, for that situation. Um, they could have flew home at halftime, Mark, and put me, you and Michaela out in the field um, <laughs> and nothing would have changed. A shocking game. I mean, I, I don't think McDaniels can keep his job after the last two two months of this, of this season. And he will, because clearly the Raiders are too feared to do anything. So I'm obviously pushing Raiders fans here now, but a shocking performance. And I have nothing else to say about that game. I mean, the Chiefs, obviously different situations, and this is not in any way negative at all. The Chiefs are now the number one seed in the AFC. On Monday afternoon, they needed things to go their way in terms of the Bills not winning. I mean, the Bills obviously, and of course, rightly so, did not play that game and we're delighted to see that DeMar Hamlin's getting better. The Chiefs now have two weeks off. I mean, they basically had a half a game off last night. I mean, like, it, the game was a no contest. It was shocking. Do you know what? You're dead right. The story coming out of this game was the ring around the rosy. Like, literally put in Kansas City Chiefs today and that's what comes up because there was so little to talk about. But I suppose, isn't that a good sign because we're going to get it to the Jaguars in a moment. But the Jaguars are going in a bit suspect or what have you. Whereas when it comes to the Chiefs, they're going into the playoffs super convincing with all that momentum. And isn't that how you want to go in? Um, it, it was a strange one, obviously, to have them there because we're going to be talking Chiefs for the next few weeks, obviously, because they're going to be there or thereabouts. But one thing I did want to see in this game was the run game has been a question mark. You didn't, you know, like we're kind of doing and throwing, whether it's um, Isaiah Pacheco playing well, whether it's Jarek McKinnon. They did have 168 yards on the ground last night, but that was between Isaiah Pacheco, between Ronald Jones. Um, and then even you had a couple of runs in there for um, Kadarius Tony, And I think that's what I want to continue to see play out. We know what the pass game can do. I'm glad that they did the ring around the rosy thing because it shows that they're trying things that we might see get a bit crazy in the playoffs you know at least they have a wrinkle still to go so i think it was just taking care of business and you know that's kind of what they came out chris jones yesterday two and a half sacks put some top five in the nfl after the season so it shows that they, you know he's had a fantastic year but he came out and he said look we did have to take care of business we wanted to go into the playoffs you know with this momentum and i think you know was like it's it's easier to just talk about ticking boxes, but going out and doing it in the way that they did and having us feeling so comfortable, I think is a great sign. Michaela, the next time that the Raiders play a meaningful game, it'll be the season that their stadium hosts the Super Bowl. I think you'd have to be a very, very brave man or woman to put money on the Raiders to win the Super Bowl next year as a stance. They're in a, I would say, a bad place. I feel like they've treated Derek Carr badly. Um, it looks okay, fair enough. It's only two games. It looks like the whole Stidham project isn't working. And now you've got Devontae Adams coming out and saying he's happy to stay in Vegas. Uh, something's got to give with his Vegas team over the next six it's... months. In the division that they're in, Michael, you can't continue just to keep doing what they're doing. 
No, it's very infuriating if I was a Raiders fan. And obviously, you know, I went through a transition phase in the offseason when I had to give up on the Browns because of the Deshaun Watson trade. And I had to pick a team. And I tell you now, I, I love Las Vegas and it's one of my favorite cities in the NFL. So I was kind of like, will I root for the Raiders? And I'm kind of like, one of the reasons I didn't is because they usually do bring in kind of... um guys who have had some issues and stuff so I was, I was a bit worried they could do also the same thing the Browns did but I do really like the Raiders but I would be furious if I was a fan because they have this beautiful stadium now I've been to the stadium I've done the tour when I said that stadium oozes money and luxury it is probably up there in the top five stadiums in the NFL like I know it's brand new and it's easy to say that but it's on the edge of the strip like location wise it's amazing and all that stuff so the fact that now they they're going to go back to square one now with a quarterback. They don't have a head coach that I think can get them fair. Like like Derek Carr is a decent quarterback and they have amazing talent. Like I know like Shander Jones hasn't played the best this season, but he, he's going to bounce back. Like one not one bad season isn't isn't gonna you know write him off for the rest of his career. They obviously have uh, Max uh, is a you know Max Crosby is Crosby isn't that his last name. Yeah, so yes. I, was like, I was like, that's definitely his last name. I'm not making that up. No, but yeah, you have him as well. And he's a star in the NFL. He's one of the best defensive ends. Uh, they obviously brought in Devontae Adams. You, you know, they have loads of stars. So it's kind of like they should be up there. They should be challenging Justin Herbert. And they should be, you know, challenging the Chiefs and, and the AFC West and, you know, and the Broncos when hopefully they, they make a kind of better stance with Russell Wilson in the next few seasons. Hopefully they can bounce back as well. Like that's going to be the toughest division in the whole of football if they can all play well. McDaniels needs to go. You can't have a team with that stars, amazing stadiums, one of the most iconic cities in the world and be that bad. And I definitely think the blame is on Josh McDaniels. Like, I know you were all excited about Sidham last week, but I said, no, you have to give him a few games to see what happens. And yesterday he, you know, he had a touchdown and he only had, and he had an interception. Like, it's not, it's not good enough. Like, I Garbage I watched- time as well. Yeah, like I watched, like I like the Chiefs, like you said, like they could have put us out, and like they, like I don't think Sidham and the Raiders could still get it done if, like, I was playing quarterback. Never, like, like you know what I mean? No, so, literally at the half, I was like, I was like here seriously, like yeah, like the interception was like atrocious from him from Sidham as well. Like it, like I don't, I don't care if you have to borrow the money off the bank, get rid of Josh McDaniels because you're gonna waste Devontae Adams, you're gonna waste those two great defensive ends. Like you need to get rid of the head coach and you need to bring in someone. Look what the Jaguars done with. We're gonna t- talk about them in a minute, but look what they done with Doug Peterson. They brought in a proven head coach, and he's brought them to the playoffs. He's won their division for them one year later after having the worst division of having the worst record in the NFL. If you get a proven head coach, you can win. I'm like, to be honest, I'm sick of all these rookie head coaches coming in sometimes. And they're just, they're wrecking these teams. Like look what happened to the Broncos. Look what's happening to the Raiders. Two brutal seasons when they should have done well. Get a head coach that's proven in with the Raiders next season. And they'll be challenging for that AFC West if they kept Derek Carr. Uh, that, That seems like a real off-season slash Black Monday podcast. We will come back to that. I want to talk, obviously, about the Jaguars because that's, the, you know, probably the biggest story from Saturday night, albeit absolutely, I think, you know, the Raiders fans, and I've seen a lot of them last night on, on social media, very, very angry. Um, this was an interesting game to watch at four o'clock in the morning um, because I'll, I'll say it, it wasn't a great game for a neutral by any shape or the form. And maybe that's because we're being biased because it's in the middle of the night in Ireland, but... I, I tell you, I, I have 
I have drove across countries in one hour sleep. I have, I don't know, I've done all-nighters to go places. That was tough to watch last night. There was a point in the third quarter, Mark, where I was like, I'm going to bed here. But then I didn't. Uh, but I tell you what, if the Jaguars play like that, Mark, in the playoffs, they're going nowhere. But I will turn that around and say, what a turnaround to go from Urban Meyer to go from the complete and utter brick show that was there to players talking about you know, kickers being kicked, the players saying they weren't even being coached. Urban Meyer didn't know players' names, didn't know what certain players were, to now one year later bringing in Doug Peterson to win the AFC South title in a year where everybody thought the Colts were going to go higher. Yes, people thought the Titans would drop off. The Titans, to be fair to them, had a play last night. Um, on the third, It was a fourth down play at the end of the game. Josh Dobbs had two guys open at the bottom of the field and didn't throw the ball to them. I think you got to ask serious questions of, of the Titans. Hell of a performance or hell of a season for the Jaguars, but they now need to regroup. There was way too many mistakes last night from Trevor Lawrence, albeit they got the job done um, and Christian Kirk gets his bonus. They're going to be an exciting team in the playoffs if they can get their stuff together in the next few weeks because it was way too many mistakes last night. And they were very, I wouldn't say they were lucky, but they were very, very close to that going on to that going the opposite way last night. Dead lucky. I mean, they didn't lead until two minutes and 51 seconds left in the game when Rashawn Jenkins forces that fumble. But like, if you go onto the Titans Twitter, like, is the ball going forward on the Josh Dobbs? You know, he's he's throwing and Rashawn Jenkins wrapped his hand around and it was a scoop and score then afterwards. But, you know, another day, the referees say that ball was going forward and the the turnover is brought back. I I have it as a fumble, but you know, like I, I do I do think they're looking. They absolutely in unconvincing fashion won that game. It was the defense which was good to see. You know, the storyline was over. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence coming out of it. People are still talking about Trevor Lawrence that he's back to his winning ways. Yeah, post Urban Meyer, he's um you know he was so winning in college and he was used to getting division champions or divisions whatever it was um championships through his career. But like I came out thinking he was the more suspect number four seed in the NFC obviously it's the Pokes or in the AFC now it's the Jags I'm happy that they got there but you know we said that the Titans would run on them they did exactly that and they kept the ball for 36 minutes they put up a bunch of yards or a bunch of yards on the ground but like when Trevor Lawrence didn't have a good day he was forced obviously because they were playing from behind because the Titans were keeping the ball away from them he was forced to throw and he wasn't convincing. And then on the on the ground game, they had 14 carries for 19 yards. Like when you talk about, look, Eddie Ennen is a fantastic running back. So, you know, we hope that he plays well in the postseason. Like when you talk about postseason, you have to be able to have a run game. They certainly didn't have it yesterday. Again, we have to give credit to the defense. They did stand up when the offense looked poor. Ed Warner from ESPN let us know on Twitter that the Jags have 111 points off turnovers this season. That happened without me noticing. That uh, leads the NFL and it's tied with the Patriots. So the defense can, they'll play the Ravens or the Chargers next week. The defense obviously can turn it on a bit more than we kind of, you know, were realizing. But uh, yeah, if they play anything close to yesterday, like <laughs> they're not getting out of the wildcard weekend round. Michaela, I, I know we're going to talk about this in more detail in our review, but we, we just wanted to obviously jump on and talk about it quickly. It's it's a big result for the Jaguars. I think there's many questions asked for the Titans and, and Mark spot on there. You need to have every part of your team, every element of your team on the right foot. They didn't have a run game last night and, and Trevor Lawrence going 20 of 32. I guess he'll look at last night like an opportunity to go, well, this didn't work. 
here's what we need here's what we need to do to be better. Um if I was a Titans fan, I'd be very disappointed after last night because they had that game, in my opinion, at the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think if if you were a Titans fan and we we told you at the beginning of the season, like, look, the Jaguars are going to the playoffs and they're going to beat you in the last game of the season and win the division, I think yous would probably laugh at us and say, no way, there's no way in hell that happened. But, you know, the Jags got a good head coach in, you know, Trevor Lawrence is starting to play up to, up to the hype he had coming out of college. But yeah, if I was a Titans fan, I like, I wouldn't, I'd be so annoyed because I'm kind of like, we're a good team. We've probably one of the best head coaches in the NFL, but why are we kind of stuck in kind of a, like a playoff rut? Like they always kind of get into the playoffs, but they never go anywhere. Like if you were to look at the, like when you look at the Titans in the playoffs, no one ever like fancies something to go that far. Like I know I never do. I know people have different opinions and maybe some people do always think they'll do well in the playoffs, but they obviously just never do. You know, they, they never get that far, but um, never get far enough to the Super Bowl anyway. But I think um, looking at the Jaguars, I, I kind of I'm thinking about them now and I'm looking at the stats and I know stats obviously don't tell the full story because the fact that the Titans were that close to winning the game with Dobbs as quarterback is a bit concerning for me going for the Jaguars going into the playoff. I'm kind of like use you didn't like you know it took towards the end for you to beat them so what's going to happen when you're up against an elite quarterback in the playoffs like you guys are probably going to get battered but um I'm looking in at the in a stats point of view I'm kind of like Trevor Lawrence actually played like he had similar stats to Patrick Mahomes on the same night like Patrick only had like a couple like 200 yards just a little over 200 yards one touchdown no interceptions Trevor had the same um but I think the Chiefs and the Jaguars, I think the the take the teams overall um got the win. Like every player obviously played their part and the Jaguars got the defensive touchdown. Now I know that could have, as Mark said, gone either way, depends on the ref, you know, just uh, the luck was on their side for that. But um I'm I'm rooting for the Jaguars. I hope like if if you look at the the stats of Trevor Lawrence the last three games, he actually only has one touchdown the last three games and one interception like in the last three games interceptions great only one touchdowns one that's kind of bad like I know he is Etienne and stuff and that he like Etienne is obviously used very well and gets his touchdowns as well but you know you want Trevor Lawrence I think they need to he needs to be at his elite level for these playoffs and throwing a lot of touchdowns and getting his completions and stuff like that but as a Titans fan, I'm kind of like, where do, where do they go now? Like, I think it's clear that Ryan Tannehill isn't the answer. Um, I don't know if they want to stick. I, I think they need to maybe sit Malik um, for another uh, for another year, maybe. And I think they're best off bringing in a veteran. I'd want to see Derek Carr or Jimmy G uh, at, the, uh, at the Tennessee Titans next year. Yeah, at the moment, it, it's pretty much locked in at, at the minute, depending on what happens on Sunday. But I don't think there's going to be any changes here. LA will play, the Chargers will play Jacksonville as it stands. And then Baltimore will play probably um, Cincinnati or Buffalo, more, more than like Cincinnati. So we, we, we will talk more about the Jaguars and more about these matchups coming up over the next few days, obviously. But just to sort of, sort of recap on that there, um, I guess in terms of what I would say finally from my, for, from my own point of view is, a good team, a team with emerging talent, gets the job done. And the Jaguars will argue they got the job done on Saturday night. So f- fair play to them. And, and congratulations to them. I think the, the turnaround that they made is, is superb. Has anybody any final comments to make or any final points to make before we try and at least sleep for the next three hours before Scott Hansen comes on for one last hurrah? 
I think it's funny watching the Jags and I think what a lot of people are going to be talking about this week is Urban Meyer because you do have to give them a lot of credit. They're the first uh, or their first time obviously winning the division, having a winning record and all that since 2017. They're only the third team since 1970 to go from the first overall pick to winning their division. Like It does show the tangibly what a good head coach can do and the turnaround that you can have with a quarterback. So the likes of the Raiders, the likes of the Titans, you know, a lot of teams will be getting, um, I suppose, a lot of change over the next 24, 48 hours. But I think the Jags are a great story in how you can turn around with competency and, you know, to be back on what Michaela said, it's like, yeah, when you find the head coach and one that I, you know, I wanted to see in Arizona with Doug Peterson when he was gotten rid of from Philadelphia. Isn't it funny though, how um, that's been a win-win for Doug Peterson. It was the weirdest way that they got rid of him, but uh, it's good for him and it's good for the Eagles. Absolutely. Michaela, have you had any final thought? Um, I, um, I touched on it a, a few minutes ago, but I always said that for me, the Chiefs didn't have a complete team, but I was honestly very impressed kind of looking at the game and looking at the stats. And obviously they're confident enough to do their little kind of merry-go-round thing that was absolutely hilarious. The kind of bit of a cheeky to the to Raiders fans being like they actually don't res- like respect us or fear us that they're actually doing something like that but I thought the Chiefs actually did very well yesterday and for everyone kind of to be involved and all the players to kind of be getting their part done when Mahomes actually didn't have the like the amazing stat the game stat wise um and something else about the Sunday games is that I think the Eagles are going to run a muck against the Giants um Jalen Hurts is obviously slated to come back uh, so I think he'll be if you're doing a bet put him in to get a touchdown because he is absolutely going to light it up tonight and remind everyone why he's the MVP and obviously the Giants are I think they're resting Daniel Jones so it'll be it'll be a full I, I think it's going to be probably a blowout to the Eagles because the Eagles are probably starting everyone because they want that NFC clinch to NFC East clinch they want the number one seed clinch so Sunday's going to be exciting yeah, and if you're watching Week 18 today, do enjoy it, folks. Last full Sunday for nine months. You could literally have a child before the next episode of Red Zone. That's how long it is. So enjoy it. And uh, yeah, we'll be back um, early in the week. I'm going to you know, obviously talk about this behind the scenes, but maybe do a podcast on uh, the weekend itself and then do another podcast probably about Black Monday and sort of take it from there. You know, obviously there's different aspects there, different elements for fans outside the playoffs, teams losing their head coaches. So we will see then. But for now, thanks a million for listening. You can follow us on all platforms at NFL Ireland, even on TikTok where there are multiple memes from last night's Ring Around Rosie dance. See you soon.